Please. Please. I want to see Ahsoka. Oh, my gosh. Poor, sorry, headphone users. I can tell sorry. it's loud. But... Hey everybody, welcome to Steel Wars. I am Steel Saunders. And after 118 days, I can say, with the permission of show business, that I do love Star Wars. And we're back! We're podcasting in the middle of the night. Not because there's some big finale, some announcement. It's because we're allowed to podcast about Star Wars again as people that work on the fringes of the dazzling world of show business. Um, If you are joining us live on um, on YouTube, the YouTube, or as Harry calls it, pause app because of the little button, way better name, pause app. Oh, could have really made some money with that. Blew it. Pause. I don't even know what I was talking about then. I was just rambling on. Wait. Anyway, I'm free to talk on YouTube. And um, it's very, very exciting. It's been a long time. I didn't talk about Star Wars for an entire series. And um, I, uh, I, I I called or you know, I texted around, try to get someone that was amped as I. And... Uh, no one was free, so it's just me. But then, oh, on YouTube, I started, and something had unplugged after I tested it because I had to set all the system back up because I hadn't used it for so long. And um, it was just a whole thing. And I was just prattling on until I read the chat and um, no buyers in the sound. So we had to redo a restart. So it was a terrible thing. But what I've learned in the last five years is sometimes, um, you know, terrible things put you in a position for good things later on. So I had to restart. And in that time, I got a text from one Corey Van Dyke, who, ironically, on the night the strike ended, he left work early. Very confusing. But he's here. Corey... (laughs) We, this might seem weird, but we have not, like for people to, um, other people to understand, but this is just our relationship. Um, we haven't spoken for 118 days. We've been on strike against each other. Well, it's, it's funny. I feel like every time I go up to LA, it's when you're gone. It's like every, it's like without fail. And then the weeks that you are in LA, I just can't go to LA. So it's, it's always like a, it's like two, you know, two, two ships in the night, you know, just cross. <laughs> That's kind of what we are. Uh, but, but we're here now. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's actually, it's, it's three ships in the night. Cause we've also got Aubrey. Um, hello. Hello. Who's just stuck in this position looking at her phone. It looks very <laughs> uncomfortable if you're on YouTube. So um I um are you gonna hold your phone up like that for the whole show, Aubrey? Because I it's I do. I, I I'm packing for a trip right now. 
Really? With the other so, arm? So I'm multitasking. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you can't tell, but. Um, so uh, it's so good to talk to you guys. I've just been like, as soon as I found out it had finished the strike, I um, I was just like, I've, I've, I've had a ripper week. I'm on a tear. It's, it's, it's going off, right? I'm having a great time. Just, it's just things are coming up Saunders. And, um, I had actually, um, one of our friends was, he, he's had a a pretty big day, a good day as well. So that, that person will be watching later, I'm sure. And, uh, yes, good for you. They know what I'm talking about, but anyway, so I've just been so pumped to talk because just like, kind of like like covid this is like podcast covid for us yeah. it got taken away and then um yeah. you know it's just like a regular thing and then once it's gone you're just like ah the, some of it's quite liberating i do have to say but um i i j- just before we get going i just want to talk about the strike for a second hey if you're going to be doing zips Aubrey, <laughs> that, that mute button that, 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 I'm that wearing buttons. my AirPods, so I that was that was a rough that was that. a rough one, dude. It's, you got David <laughs> Collins in there doing sound effects. It's sounds like an audio book. Yeah, all of Skywalker sound is here with me. Okay, excellent. Um, hey, I just wanted to to talk about the strike for a second, and and us not doing um any podcasting. I um I sort of I, I sort of like I I. I I saw people sort of like throwing shade on people that did podcast through it. Mm. And um, I, I have my own personal, very um, bizarre reasons for um, <laughs> not podcasting. Um, but I don't know. I just think like with all that sort of stuff is it's like, don't lose sight of what mm. the real issue is. And that's very rich people trying to rip talented people off. And, um, you know, I, I've got a, like a, this fringe connection to the whole industry where I couldn't like do podcasting. And I was fine with that because the actual job of being an extra and all that sort of stuff has brought me untold joy. So I respect it with all my, like, just cause like, like that industry, that job gave me such happiness and, and also money when I really needed it just after COVID. But, um, yeah so it's like that was our choice and um like i i do have to say i did not boycott listening to the star wars podcasts <laughs> that were getting made i um i had a a um i won't name and shame the scabs but i did have a uh, a good time listening to them. <laughs> and it was so weird it was so weird to um and kind of really relaxing to uh, go through Ahsoka, not podcasting, just for a change. I did miss it, but it was interesting. Now, Corey, as we opened with, you have been known to to scream in a very, like, admittedly embarrassingly high-pitched tone. Wow. That please just show me Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, so this was sort of your golden moment yeah, as good. a Star Wars fan. And how was it being all bottled up and how long until your pre-recorded and edited reactions go on YouTube? Oh, no. Well, Sorry. so there are no reactions. 
um, we didn't do any at all. Uh, Aubrey specifically works in the industry as a full-time job. So she's kind of, her and I had a big sort of discussion about what we were going to do as it happened. Um, which, which oh, just so what you're saying is she's so jaded in the industry that she no longer <laughs> has a reaction. There you go. Yeah. No, I mean, it was more like, so let me tell you how we found out about the strike and how like it dawned on me that, that I wouldn't be doing Ahsoka videos because it was the weekend of San Diego Comic-Con and Steele and I actually had a very fun thing planned and it was going to be our oh. Hasbro Star Wars, um, uh, like thing that, with the panel room and it's, yeah, it would have been fun. But there's started- oh no, we had two awesome things planned. I reckon this was the hardest thing to give up. But then we had such a good time at Comic Con, like it was just, yes. it was, it was mm-hmm. awesome. But it was like to do. We were going to do. This is like the best worst idea. They were going to live stream the Hasbro panel to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I could watch it and do live commentary from yeah. home. Yeah, it was, it was going to be Dom and I, yeah. And then, like, kind of like the night before, I sort of worked out, like, I can't do it. And then, of course, we were going to do the Hasbro tour, just walking around talking, which is just, it's it's classic content and um, no buys. But um, yeah. we, we did have a stunningly good time. It was so fun. Yeah, so we actually... Um, right when Comic-Con ended the day after Aubrey, Dom, and I went to a, a Padres game in San Diego. and uh, No sports on the show, please. Remember <laughs> all the rules, man. Come on. And we were all... We're uh, so we, not we, into sports, but we only went for Dom. Not at all. Dom is. No, Aubrey and I are not. Um, I, it just it was a fun time. But we all got... Uh, I, have to, I do have to say, the things yeah. that I wasn't into that I had to do for Dom over the years. Oh. <laughs> I, can I, know, I, I, I know it's a late show, but I still can't go into it. Yeah, it's not not uh not YouTube friendly, um, but yeah, we all saw on Twitter that when we were at that game halfway through that the SAG strike went through and all podcasts were told to no longer make content, and we all collectively reacted to it. Of this, oh, they were suggested. It was suggested. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even that. It was the strike had already been happening, so I was I was already out of work because of the. Right for the strike. And then the SAG strike had already been on for like a few, like a few days or like a week or something like that. Um, But SAG didn't have things as organized as the WGA is at first. So they were kind of rolling out their guidelines. So at first they were saying one thing and that podcasters could still do things. At one point they were saying journalists couldn't, but then they rolled back and said they could. It was just, it was a lot of chaos. Um, But they finally sorted everything out the day after Comic-Con. And so we thought we were totally fine and we were still planning coverage because we thought and we had talked to like SAG members and SAG people about what we could and couldn't do and we were just ready to go. But then they released that and just with that announcement, we realized we couldn't do anything anymore. Yeah, I, I so yeah. In regards to like reactions and stuff, did not do any, which were um, in, increasingly difficult as the weeks went on. <laughs> but mm. the, I, uh, with, with that, I, yeah, I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll do a reaction again. 
I kind of just yeah. like I, I, I sort of like like a, an Andor, you know, it was so un like if I was doing a reaction, oh, and one year today since one way out. I saw that, yeah, yeah. I remember that I remember that night. I remember that night very clearly. Very um, it's like, like poetry, I, it rhymes. If I was doing I know, the rebellion, right? But who's the um you know, does Fra- can Fran Drescher not swim? Is she gonna? No, maybe it's her heart plush that can't s- swim. Her what? Sorry. <laughs> so she was going to the negotiating table every day with the ANPTP execs and stuff with this plush doll of a little heart with legs. Oh. I swear I'm not making this up. This is just like quirky Fran Drescher stuff. And so there was some article that reported it and so then people were making fun of her, but then she went and posted something and like owning it. And she's like, yeah, I'm doing this because like, I'm still going to be me and I don't have to be super serious in front of these like execs who are trying to take away my rights. So it's kind of like oh. a funny, great meme at this point. Um, yeah. So I, yeah. I, I've, I've, I've never had more respect. Awesome. Yeah, picketing was a lot of fun. I went to picket a couple of times up in uh, at the Disney lot. Corey, it's not meant to be fun, mate. Well, that's true, but it was. It, it, well, I mean, I mean, fun in the sense that like everyone was united together hmm. for for a common cause. Um, I I walked for thirty minutes with um, Chris Pine, you know, and uh, <laughs> which was uh, which was an, an experience. Um, All right. Were the security nice when they asked you to step away or be right? <laughs> no, he was, it was just him. He was with a bunch of people. We were walking right by him the whole time. Uh, it was, he, it was he, he does seem like one of the cool ones. Yeah. He didn't have any security with him. He was just kind of oh. just, he was just talking to everyone. I, I tell you who's one of the realest ones out there mm-hmm. Josh Brolin. Really? Thanos. He was on, um, the Tony Hawk podcast this week because he played um like the Luke Skywalker <laughs> character. He played like the Luke Skywalker character in this 80s skateboarding film called Thrashin. Mm. And it's terrible. Like he's acting in it. Like he the whole podcast he's dissing his acting in it. But um but he's had this connection to skateboarding and he's always kept it. And he was on the podcast and he just seems so just like like a real Harrison Ford just like Oh yeah, I, I, I suss this out. Yeah, I, I do acting. I get millions of dollars, and I'm just going to live well and be a, you know, try to be a good dude. But um, yeah, Thanos, top, that, lo- yeah. top top bloke. Yeah, yeah, it was um, yeah. But I think to what you were saying earlier, to not have to not be making content, videos, and reactions, and podcasts, and all that was very <laughs> strange because, like. It was a double-edged sword because on the one hand, it was kind of nice not to, you know, edit reactions at you know, two, three in the morning and, and put them out and all that. So that was kind of nice, but it, it did. It oh, made me miss it. Like it, it shots fired, Araj. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I was living very much through them, uh, watching their reactions, um, you know. But I, I definitely like. I missed it a lot. Specifically, you know, I've for years on the, since I started the. 
I started the podcast 10 years ago on our channel. And um, through those 10 years, I always said, man, I can't wait one day. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> I would say I, I can't wait to hopefully one day we'll see live action Clone Wars. And as the years went on, I lost. I really think they would never do it. Uh, so naturally, when there's a strike, um, that's when they do it. <laughs> so that that would have been a, kind of a crazy reaction, I think, and just and sharing that with everyone. That was very hard, by the way. Let me tell you, I SAG, I'm ready for my next role because I think I deserve it. You know, I, I did not uh, tweet about that episode. I did not talk about that episode anywhere. So I, uh, I think... I think my next um, Jabim refugee role uh, should be considered because uh, you idiots. Well, all right. Well, there you go. There you have it. <laughs> one of the classics. One of the classics. Um, yeah. Aubrey, what did, what did you think of the uh, the whole affair? Of the, the sack affair? No, the television program with oh, the lady okay. in it. The, the, the television out ahead, the <laughs> um, sabers with the clash and the force. Indeed, um, I freaking loved it. It was like the weird force fantasy like show that I've always wanted. Um, it, it um, honestly, like I know a lot of people deemed the dialogue, and to be fair, some of the dialogue not great. Um, but honestly, I think that makes it even more like Star Wars um, because I think the original trilogy prequels never really had the best dialogue. And so uh, it just, it worked uh, and it was amazing. Like, like if you, like, I don't even think like the dialogue's not in my memory that much, but like, if you um, like the, it, no, but if you like the dialogue and other people <laughs> didn't, the, the worst Star Wars defense is it's always been terrible. Like that's not like it's, it's, it's 2023. Let's no, make, it's it's let's, almost let's, like camp, you know, like it's like, so not great. It's great. I, uh, I, I, I agree with the first half of your point. It's so not great. I, Corey, um, you're a rebuttal. Okay. So I won't. I won't get into it fully tonight because still we'll do something this weekend, and hopefully you can join us for it. Um, I I didn't love Ahsoka. Um, I liked it. There were things I loved. There were. There's a lot more I didn't like. Um, I think I've gone through a. Uh, how do you call it when the when the cocoon, the butterfly, flies away? What do you? I don't know. Metamorphosis. On through metamorphosis since the strike has has ruined me a little bit in, in terms of my my takes my takes are worse than ever uh but yeah i mean I, I there's things i liked about ahsoka for sure but oh man i have a lot a lot, lot of things to say about it um that i just won't say right now that's my tease for the weekend i guess but i'll go fully into it some point. I loved it though. It was magical. Like every episode, I was getting goosebumps, and like the music was just amazing. Oh, the music the was are like the best ever. Um, it was just so good. It was so good. I, I was like crying a lot of it. And then Hayden, oh my gosh, Hayden, like you can't get any better than having Hayden in the show again or in any Star Wars thing again. Or anything again. He's just amazing. He's perfection. It's perfection. The end. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've said what I've thought about it. This is my first public announcement. 
everyone. I thought there was a couple of good episodes in the middle. I thought the last episode dropped so many balls. Mm-hmm. And I there's things that happened in that last episode that make me worry about this movie I'm looking forward to and what the plot device will be. And I think as a fandom, we should all raise some money, get Dave Filoni some emotional help. (laughs) Hugging is okay, David. It's fine. We can express our feelings, keep the scene going as it were. And when you go into those therapy sessions, Dave Filoni, don't wear your hat or your (laughs) stormtrooper outfit so the people in the office don't have any idea who you are. Take your helmet off so they can see your face. And they don't worry. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, sorry. That was, that was I, I drifted off into advice for Ezra Bridget. Sorry. Um, I, I drifted. But um, the... Um, like it, there was a few of those middle episodes. The Hayden episode, it was like one of those if they do it right, and they did it right. Like it was just brilliant. Um, the Balin stuff towards the end was just oh, just like devastatingly delicious because of what happened to Ray Stevenson. Um, he was amazing. Oh my gosh. Oh, just oh, just up there, up there with the greats. Um, but yeah, I just worry about the future of it because they're building this thing and I don't know what's in those tombs, the little caskets, what they're loading up, but if they move as badly as those stormtroopers, <laughs> that's going to be a, a dentist trip of a movie that, that was like a, that was such a flaw. I just worry, like, what's in the like? Is it witches? Isn't it? It's just like, I, it's it's just getting a bit too fantasy, like, you know. That, but that's the stuff. That's I didn't why enjoy. I love it, though. Ugh. I love the fantasy. I love the space fantasy thing. You like the you like the stormtrooper zombies. I mean, would I? have thought maybe there could have been a more compelling version of like some sort of like villainous grunt. Sure. However, like as a big Legends fan, I did like the zombies. Corey, (laughs) do you have arguments like this where she goes, 
maybe I could have handled that perhaps in a less conflict generating manner, but <laughs> we, I mean, I, truth be told, yeah. Like, Still, I, for yeah. one, I'm a woman in the Star Wars fandom, so I do have to be careful about how I say things. But two, well, also, like, I think it's like, you know, it's like a, it's like a nice solid B plus, you know, like it's good, it's passable. Would would I have been okay with an A plus or an A? Sure, but like zombies, are like a B. I'll rate it a B. Aubrey and I had um, so they, many. They, 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 they ironically start with a Z, isn't that? <laughs> Throughout the the course of the show, um, Aubrey and I had a lot of debates about it and, and our, our opposing feelings on it. Because um, <laughs> yeah, I think everything you said, Steele, is what I thought as well. Um, I actually have. Some issues with the fifth episode. Uh, what was the fifth episode? I'm, I'm so out of the ballpark. Yeah, oh, yeah. the Clone Wars one. The, the Anakin one. I, I have some oh, things, no way. That's fascinating. I have some things to say about it. I will, Do you know what we should do? Commentary episode. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I think... Um, yeah, there's definitely a lot to say. Now, the... Um... Stop, stop shuffling, Aubrey. I'm packing. Well, you guys got to go to the the, the, mute, the mute button. I, I I gotta say the thing with like Ahsoka the most with the show is the fact that like it very much is sort of a you know a, a continuation of of Rebels and what we got from there. Um, I did think it was a fascinating move to not have Zeb in in, in the in the fifth season of rebels oh, um, oh do you know how you could work that like do your little like like your aubrey thing where you just like make something up that excuses it right yeah you could um you could say oh they're saving the big reunion like for later on when they're all together like you could say that but then you have to take in consideration that big reunions they've they just got flopped all through yeah. the, uh, like how they filmed mm. that Ezra thing. Like he, like I loved the new, like I loved Ezra. That was, oh yeah. Agreed. In, in the show, I loved Ezra and bloody Billy Joe from Green Day. They, I was just like, that, that <laughs> kid. I love the bit. Oh my God. The bit. Where um he heard the lightsabers in the water, I was like, yeah, mystic. Like, make movies about that kid now. I'm I, I want to know more about that kid. Team him up with BB. I, I would. I, I think that's a real possibility. No more, more about that kid. Team him. <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey's got her own sound desk. <laughs> Oh, no. Um, I, I think, yeah, I mean, it was certainly interesting. I, I agree with what you said. I, I am very cautiously optimistic, very cautiously optimistic about the future of Star Wars right now. Um, because uh, yeah. I, I like after the rise of Skywalker, I, I, I just I can't deal with another soft ending, and I, I think like in it was eight episodes of Soka, yeah. 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 I think episode seven, I was just like, oh, 
this is just a ripper. This is awesome. And then the last, like, I don't know. I just the, the like, what was even worth the zombie stormtroopers? I was listening to the um Weekly Planet Scab podcast. Um, <laughs> the um oh. If I, had, if I had those <laughs> listeners, if I had those listeners, I wouldn't have stopped either. Um, the um, and and Meso was saying that like instead of having zombies, like because stormtroopers have always walked like zombies because they're sort of like un, you know they're, they're kind of useless. Like just do like it was exactly the same as like just having like yeah you shoot those stormtroopers and more come. Like, it's just more Stormtroopers. Like, it, it's exactly the same thing. Once I started climbing, like, getting back up, I was just like, oh, am I watching someone playing a video game? Like, it's just, I don't know. No, hashtag not my Star Wars, Corey. Yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah, so the, I actually agree with what you just said. I, up until the finale, I felt the same way. I was like, I think we're... I always knew in my head, I'm like, okay, no, like the landing has to stick here because you have to put Thrawn in a place that feels good. You have to put Ahsoka in a place that feels good. You have to wrap up the story in a way that makes Thrawn a very imposing threat. And then I'm not, I, I like what, what, what's his plan? What's his goal? Is he, does he have an army of zombies? Is that, Okay, like that's that's kind of, I mean, when you go into you know a whole other galaxy and you have a ton of different things you could pull from that, a ton of new villains you could pull from that, new threats. It's interesting. To that. That, yeah, anything. It's interesting that the that the move is is stormtrooper zombies for sure. That's definitely interesting, for sure. Um, I loved. I, I, I'd like to speak about the Clone Wars stuff one more real fast. My God, I loved Ahsoka and Anakin in those flashback sequences. Like, I can't even begin. Like, I think Ariana Greenblatt is the perfect young Ahsoka. Um, I think Hayden Christensen nailed the essence of Clone Wars Anakin. Um, And he also, you know, you get little versions of Hayden in there of the old Anakin and the Clone Wars Anakin. It was a perfect blend. Um, I would love to see more of those two. Do like specifically Hayden and Ariana do stuff. I like it. Their chemistry is so perfect, and like it was just it was incredible. Um, it was cool seeing live action Rex. He was great to see. Uh, that's a character. That's another. I I don't even want to go into it right now. But Rex, very important character to me. Very important character to Ahsoka. So I I, I found it very interesting that he had uh, twelve seconds of screen time total in the show. And no clone faces. All of them were covered. Oh, 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 that's a whole rant I can get into. The, the wrapped up clone heads, like the five of them, the, they were all on the tables with the wrapped up heads. Interesting. Um, yeah. But the music, I, I, I we got to touch upon the music because the music, the Kiners, I mean, God, every week just killed it. Killed it. I, I That soundtrack. Why, why, why do you reckon? Do, wait, was Tamira Morrison's head on any of them? No, dude, no. it was literally, it's a row of a bunch of like stretchers and all three clones on those so stretchers. Who did the voice? It was he did the voice. But oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um but they just but didn't want to bring so him weird in. Like 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They got him on on speed dial, I would assume. So. Yeah, but remember he sort of had that thing at the convention in Australia where he, he did, was like, he? "He did." We had the uh, the budget cuts and Disney well, are trying to save some money. After the the strikes and during the strikes, I think we've all seen how greedy these studios can be. So oh. it's, now now it things even my in my own experience with with these studios, like I, I can very much say that there is. Uh, a lot of problems there and, yeah and, and none of these studios are very good so i'm not shocked that something like that happened oh man Th- these dudes that like like that zaslov last year for he got all these bonuses for some reason 200 million dollars one human too much clicking, ball. Aubrey. Too much clicking, Aubrey. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Come on, professionalism, even in this amateur environment. Um, the is she is just clicking softer now? It's very strange. Um, oh my stars! Wow. Thank you, Rebecca. A green cow. Thirty dollars and ninety nine cents. What does that mean? What is thirty ninety nine? That is a, a very specific. I, 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 uh, I'm very, very. Uh, I, I think it might be conversion, but that's very generous. Agree. No, but it does say Australian. It does have the A for Australian, so it is. Um, it's like, like it's very welcome, but it it, it asks more questions than it answers. <laughs> oh, I, if you do, you listen to the podcast, Rebecca just gave us a super chat of thirty ninety nine. Which is um, and she says, um, it's just an amount. No idea it does why it does thirty ninety nine. What does just an amount mean? That's well, it's good to talk to you, Rebecca. Anyway, um, and and thank you. And and thank you for welcoming me back. I was so pumped. I was, I was just like all night. I was just like, yes. Yeah, feel very. Um, it's still so. Oh yeah, yeah. I... but these dudes that make it, it's such a bummer mm-hmm. that these films about heroic people that are meant to teach us like life lessons, uh, run by just like, just they've just been their hearts have been eaten by just trying to reach these stock market like achievements it's it's yeah like how they had that that report how one of them and um there was a lot of what are very strong rumors about which one it was that said um yeah we'll just starve them out till they're in their cars and then they'll have yeah. to like 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 that sounds cool maybe if you're a prick and you're like yeah Brad Pitney's car, that'd be awesome. But, like, it just trickles down. Like, there is, like, you know, like, in, in, in The Rise of Skywalker, when the the fleet of the of the galaxy turn up, like, that's every morning on a set. All these different yeah. people, like, mm-hmm. ca- catering people and makeup people, costume people, like, carpenters. Um, and, like, they have to suffer, like... They're, like they don't get paid 
Like they've yeah. been without a like, and they got like it's it's not like some, you know, drug doing partying actor. It's it's like people with like kids and stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I know my friends around here. Some people are you know they're in like you know like like sound or lighting or you know, but they work in like TV and and movies, and and they have had barely any work, and and so like. They're going into Christmas. That's why it's. I'm so happy because it's like all these people now are just like, yes, we've got like a month and a half to like get some cash to have a good Christmas and stuff. It's yeah. Like, well, like I um my job actually. I I try not to be super public about my job because um you know it's like goes online. <laughs> yeah, but, well, um, I, like not no, not many people. But- want- People, you know, that you're the one that gives Dwayne Johnson his growth hormone. But, you know, like, okay. it's fine. <laughs> I hear he's a great guy. Uh, exactly, yes. But anyway, but, like, my job is one of the jobs that is dependent on actors and lots of actors on set. Um, so, for example, like, when we were all in Kenobi, there are a ton of people who um, did our hair, did our makeup, did our outfits who were helping to direct us all that stuff. So with the there AI was, stuff that was, there was that the studios there, wanted. There was yeah. one lady whose job was, to, was to make a space dirty every morning. Yes. Exactly. She had a space dirt and she'd paint us with space dirt. And mm-hmm. and like if AI happened and these jobs weren't protected, it's not just the background actors jobs that would go away. It would be so many people who would even go into like craft services. It would start going into my job and people who aren't on set, but are helping to support oh. people on set, things like that. And it would just be awful. So like this issue, isn't just a, Oh, the actors are holding up the, um, the industry because they're greedy um, and they only care about themselves and no one else. No, they're fighting for, and they were fighting for everyone else in the industry as well, who would be totally affected by a lot of what the studios were proposing. It goes all the way, like all the way down to mm-hmm. whoever's working at the donut factory, brewing up those amazing honey core donut things that only come one in a box <laughs> But they're not, you know, they're not getting ordered anymore. It, it's just, mm-hmm. I, 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 I have lost since the sh- I've lost so much weight because <laughs> I just forget to eat when I'm at home. I get too occupied. But when the donuts get brought out, you got a donut. Come on. I feel me. like I've gained weight since I've been unemployed because of the strikes. Because like all I can do is eat my feelings. <laughs> You know, it's weird because, like, I feel like for me, I've been working more than, like, I've just been working. Like, all the stuff that, like, you know, all the, you know, podcasts and going to premieres and, well, all the podcasts and, like, being able to go do stuff in L.A. or extra work, all that stuff. Like, I've kind of not even been very um, in tune with Star Wars or anything really going on at all. This, and I think that's one thing that got me excited too when I saw this, the strike lift this afternoon. It was like, oh, wow, I think like we can all finally get back to that, which is exciting. I think also like because, you know, we all live in, in California, like we we see the effects of it a lot here, especially mm-hmm. because there's so many people we know. I mean, most of my friends 
are in the industry, um, either you know on crews or doing background or something like that. And it's been really obviously Aubrey being affected as well. And it's been interesting hearing everyone's stories on how they've been picketing and and you know on unemployment and trying to just get, make it day in day out. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I was super nervous for them. You know, I, I am in the category where I'm not quite in the industry. Um, I used to be not really in it as much now, um, but like, it's, so it's been interesting seeing all these people sort of been affected by that. I don't know, Aubrey. I don't know what you're 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 teeing up right now, but oh, thank you, Corey. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been interesting, but I, I'm I'm very happy for everyone that now like it's it's done and now we can go and um eat donuts eat donuts honestly oh my gosh people like i will do extra work i don't care what show it's on i'll do it right now just for crafty like in a heartbeat we found the donut shop that this crew for kenobi used oh i found we went there and it's amazing Mm -hmm. oh yeah it's in where is it? Is it? It's like is the Burbank? smallest little donut this, shop. This Just, is this is the so weirdest good. Star Wars fan story. <laughs> we found the donut shop that they got donuts for for a show. Oh yeah, delicious. Well, when we were on set, like the donuts were so amazing, and everyone was raving about the donuts. So someone finally went to craft services and was like, "Hi, we need to know where the donuts are from," and we found out where the donuts are from. Yeah, I, I think we're losing support for the uh, Screen Actors Guild with these stories. You know how there was like that Twitter trend the other day that was like, Stop what's those the noises! Most, <laughs> what's the most obscure um, Star Wars thing you know? I think that's it, is what donuts they feed people on set. Oh, yeah, I want donuts too right now. Oh my gosh. What is the most obscure? Yeah, I don't know. I guess I it'd just be like weird things you remember from set would be mine because I, I was the only one that witnessed them. But, hmm, interesting. Hey, um, did you watch that Air to the Empire fan film thing? I did. That's cool. Did you see it, Aubrey? What? What is this? Oh, let's watch, let, 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 let's watch this. Let's, let's bang this on right there. It's really good. Looks better than we get now. What what does that even mean, Corey? Better than what? Better than what we get now. <laughs> you you don't you like the shows? Yeah, all right. You know they're they are what they are. I um also like it. it it's a it, it it is a um a one minute and six second trailer. So don't get all like, Oh, they should just, they should just get him to do it. Like, uh, it, yeah, it's called crafty on set. They call it crafty. Sorry. I was just trying to comment. Ah, tur- turbo. Yeah. Yeah. Cor- Corey's dropping all the show business terms. <laughs> um, I, I tell you, I, um, I tell you before we watch this, I'll tell you a funny crafty story. I was on this um Netflix show that's not out yet that um the guy the head PA, the production assistant, was a 
my PA for this special job I did one day on on this other set. So they were just looking after me all day. Mm-hmm. And then on this other set, they were the head PA. So they're like, oh, like, so we, you know, we we had an awesome day working together. And so he's like, oh, I'll get you the um the the pass to the other the actors like the better crafty. And I'm like, oh sick. <laughs> and um so I went to do like um I went to go and I was bragging to my friend, this guy that was on Kenobi actually. I said, Oh, I've got the I, I can go the other crafty, you know. I'm I'm not gonna- hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm going to, like, hang out with you, you know, <laughs> this crafty eaters. Like, totally rubbing, because he's Australian as well. So I'm totally rubbing it in. <laughs> I walk, it was filming in a school, a high school. I walk across the courtyard, like, get to the other crafty, wave to him and then the guy says oh i don't think you're meant to go in here like this isn't and then sent me back and i was dying laughing and my friend was like on the ground crying it was the best (laughs) like nightclub blocking of all time that's incredible um yes oh in the chat there was someone that I don't know, started just demanding that they go back and watch Empire Strikes Back to, um, I don't know. Apparently Ahsoka didn't honour Empire Strikes Back or something. So there's that. Um, I will say, though, in that, there was, in that asteroid thing, which was Super Empire Strikes Back, I think the droid... Someone says we'll be pulverized or something. And I was oh, like the references weren't that bad compared to Mando season three, but there was some where it was like, is there no one in this room, in a room to go, eh, maybe. And I I think that is. Like like how often are we going to like, like, I know it's like, it's poetry, it rhymes. uh, but are we just going to keep overlapping, just like continually pulling these like very ham-fisted references out of these old films? Like, I think to your point, well, like, let the man speak. I think we're going to say the same thing, Aubrey. I have a feeling. To your point about, oh, I always think Aubrey's going to make up some excuse now that why it's cool. <laughs> no, uh, no, I, I was going to help your point. Well, let me make my point first. So my my point is, I think what you just said about, is there anybody to point that out? And one of the things in the WGA rule in the the New Deal is you have to have a writer's room no matter what. You can't have one writer. And I praise God for that because, boy, do you need more people in there to go, "Mm, maybe not that line. Maybe not that one. Oh, you look old? Maybe not that one. Maybe pull that one. <laughs> you look old. 
Oh God. I want to say, I'll say this real quick and I'll, I'll talk more about this later. That uh, the Anakin Ahsoka dialogue when they're in the world between worlds or whatever she's in before the Clone Wars flashbacks. I wanted to love that scene. I truly did. But the dialogue destroyed me. It took me out of it completely. Writer's room, very excited for that. Sorry, Aubrey, go ahead. No, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, WGA, writer's room minimums. Woo! Think how much better Mando season four will be. I don't, I don't know if that can be safe. We'll see. Yeah, um, I have no feeling that one. <laughs> my, my, my hopes are underneath some old Star Wars insiders <laughs> under the desk here. I think. Uh, listen, I'm very excited for Bad Batch Season 3. I'm very excited for Tales of the Jedi Season 2. I'm Andor very, Season 2, brother! I'm, I am looking forward to seeing Andor Season 2 and seeing more Scars Garden. Um, yeah. So. Um, have I complained about Sabine yet? No, but you should. I I'm could, feeling uh, this will be really bad. Um, really I'm, really I'm, bad. Try, I'm, I'm being very good tonight. I'm being very good tonight. Go ahead. Okay. First up, Lover. I, I, I was a massive fan. And I, I, I thought, like, to me, and, and I'm not that invested in Rebels and stuff, but mm -hmm. it, it was like they made the animated character off her. Like, it, I, I, I found, like, for me, it was the most, it was the character where I was, like, most thought it was the same person. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't have that disconnect. They really assimilated for me. The last episode, like, the whole point of the, the show for her is, like, to be able to, like, that's her whole journey, you know, Kenobi was to, like, see Qui-Gon to finally reach him. Her one was to, like, just get a spoon to bend or something. She, yeah. She force pushes Ezra and gets the lightsaber. And then just starts using... It's never mentioned again. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's just... Like, there's no follow-up. Like, just like there was that, like, at uh, Mando Season 3, there was no resolution with Bo-Katan and Din. But they had that one awesome conversation, and then, like, at the end, it was just like, uh, it was like, she did, she used the first, there was nothing. Like, there was no, like, acknowledgement. Did she tell Ahsoka? I don't, like, oh. Well. Like, it should have been, like, this amazing and it was just like, uh, uh. I think the the oddest thing, or my biggest issue, really, with the show itself and Sabine and Ahsoka was, you take these two established characters who we've seen throughout Rebels, and then you have a, a very strange, like ten, almost ten year time gap between the end of Rebels and this show, and you're taking two characters who have never really interacted with each other in Rebels, and all of a sudden you're introducing this dynamic that we've never seen before where, where Sabine's trying to be a Jedi and, ah and Ahsoka, you know, there's no answers as to where Ahsoka was during the original trilogy. There's no answers to how Ahsoka got off that that uh, planet in Rebels, Malachor, and how she got back together with everyone. 
there is no explanation for really even Sabine and Ahsoka's dynamic. And it's very, very like, um, it's a very basic relationship that has zero emotion in it. And I think that's what took me out of it the most is I was like, I don't really see, I don't feel any emotion from these two characters about them ever. They just seem like they hated each other the whole time. And even when they are being friendly with each other, just felt like they were, like they were forced to do that. Like they had to kind of, because of the, the circumstances they were in. But there was never any point where I was like, oh yeah, these are two characters that have a history with each other. It never felt like that. Um, it, it just, it's just weird because they never interact in Rebels. Those two characters never speak to each other in Rebels. And then all of a sudden they're master and apprentice. I thought was- Oh, are you serious? Yeah, never. There's no dialogue between them ever. Um, so- Wait, but, but, but then at the, like, you know, as I said, like I just watched Rebels while it happened and- yeah, I remember what I remember, but I do remember at the end, like a oh yeah, turns up in the yeah yeah yeah. Aside from that moment, it's not a way to Comic Con to be Gandalf yeah. or something. Yeah, so the the only difference, I mean, the only time they've interacted is that little epilogue scene where they see each other. No um, way. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> I mean, heck, I don't. I think I don't even know. Ahsoka might have only said. Uh, one or two words to Hera. Like she was very, very like in that episode with Kanan and Ezra and with Vader. But other than that, Ahsoka was very rarely in Rebels. Um, so it, it just, yeah. I mean, it opens a whole set of questions as to why wasn't certain. The problem, the problem I had with the writing was it was a lot of mystery boxes on top of mystery boxes where it was like, you have to fill in the blanks. How do you think this happened? Cause it won't be explained. Or something will happen where you're like, even even the Anakin Ahsoka stuff, it's like you can interpret what happened between those two characters in that episode, but you, it, you don't really know. Like, it's, it's not matter of fact. And I think that's the issue with the show is you go from, you don't really know what's happening half the time with these characters. And mm. um, I think even the sequence where, you know, Sabine's talking to Ezra and Ezra says... Um, or Sabine says Ahsoka took me on as her apprentice. If I were Ezra, I would have been like, wait, last time I saw you, you were not force sensitive and you weren't a Jedi. So what, what is like, he's just kind of like, oh, uh, listen, I have a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, yeah. So on that ride. Yeah. Yeah. The, and, the, and this is a bit of a what if, mm. but like, I think we assume that, um, this Ray film, John Boyega is going to come back for it. Mm-hmm. Like what, 50% Corey? Like on him returning? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I would say 50, 50. I'd, I'd, I, I'm 70, 30. Right. Yeah. So his thing, right. Isn't that he loves Ray. It's that his secret is that he's right. Feel, has the apparently maybe who knows because they didn't clarify in the final movie right. of the series. But if he's gonna like, if his thing is like, I can, I've got like, isn't it the same story? Yeah, I mean, like, like they can do it different, but it's like it would make more sense for sure. No, no, but if they do it, it would be terrible. Like I was like, fine for them to do like if that's where you're going to go yep okay but you've already done it it's just like remember when they were in sassy droid 
everything everything had a droid this isn't your daddy's droid yeah um yeah i just like it just seems like a double up they haven't done it they haven't even announced he's in it but um it does concern me that it's just going to be sort of like like because how do you can you have him back and then it's not followed up on i think a lot of the issue with star wars right now well i mean there are many issues clearly (laughs) one of which is the mystery box but the second one would be that they find tropes that are cool and then they just reuse those tropes and run them into the ground and beat the dead horse until it's not a horse anymore and you're just beating the air um and that's one of them at this point which is unfortunate because like I would love to be excited about certain things, but when it's happening over and over again, it's a little bit hard to be excited or surprised about them. Mm. Yeah. I think that's kind of, you know, I, I think what draws me to star Wars animation the most out of anything is uh, like, and this is what I really love about the bad batch is uh, I feel like they tackle things that we haven't seen in star Wars before. And their actual answers to the things we see as they grow the story arc. And it's something in live action that I feel like recently there's been more of a focus on the cool actiony sequences in shows versus a lot of character development. And this is just across the board. I think specifically it's a Mandoverse thing where like Mando season three was just so poorly written from start to finish book of Boba Fett suffered the same sort of writing. And then this is no exception too. it's like, there's, we never get time to really sit with these characters. I would have loved to have seen Ahsoka go through the emotions of her, you know, dealing with the aftermath of Vader and Anakin and leading up to that fifth episode where she sees him again, that would have been great, but we never got that. There was no emotional payoff to that. And even when she does see him again, it's still very cloudy and there's no emotional payoff. Maybe at the end when you see his ghost and that's cool, but um, you know, that little moment in the finale where Sabine talks about how she, uh, or Hewing tells Ezra in a, in a, you know, plot dump that the reason Sabine and Ahsoka parted ways was because Sabine's family got all destroyed on Mandalore and that caused them to drift. And it's like, wow, that's just like two sentences in the whole show as to what happened between them versus just showing it or giving mm-hmm. us a more emotional moment between Sabine and Ahsoka. Um, I'm all for paying for the uh, the go the GoFundMe uh, that we've proposed for, for Dave, I think. Um, I think it might be <laughs> happen. Love you, Dave, but I think we, yeah. I, I think when you say love you, I don't think he's comfortable with that, Corey. I don't. He might not. He might and not. And that's might, why might you out there on YouTube in the podcast, you got to donate to this fund. Let's get him <laughs> some support. What, we want to help him. What emotional turmoil is he hiding underneath that hat? I just like I. I want the next time I see him at celebration. I want to... Do we hug? really want to know the emotional turmoil under that? No, nah, I, I do. Like I want him to write it. I want to see it. No, I, want, no, I, want I don't want to know, but I do want him to get through it. Because I was <laughs> like, how do you, like, Hera, the mum, 
and like it's how long have they been apart? Is it ten years or something? Yeah, yeah, ten years. And, and okay, I do have they, to. They, 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 they almost shoot him. They've that like the rebellion has just had two like dark Jedi or whatever land and kill all these people, and mm. then you've got this kook coming in with a helmet in it, and it, like it's just like. <laughs> Like, and then they're, oh, Ezra. And then they cut to this wide shot, right? And then that's it. Yeah. Like, well, how I, do you, I, I no, get what pa, they were pa, doing with the no, cut. No, 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 no. Sorry. I just, I just, I, you're not to get what they're doing. No. What, what are they? They're, no, they're just not like, it's okay, like, so... give, no, 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 no. Give, <laughs> give the audience. A chance to have an emotion, like I agree. Like, like I, I, I'm not tied up in the rebels' family, but I'm a sucker for a reunion. I can barely keep a dry eye when I just think of Rose and Bernard in Lost. All right, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm beginning to get emotional now. Just, they're just, oh, Rose and oh, oh, they build yeah. it up so far apart all this time, talking about each other, wanting, yearning come together and it is one of the most emotionally enriching like minutes of television but still Aubrey, Ezra and retort. Ezra aren't aren't Rose and <laughs> they aren't them it's mom and dad we, but we it, it wasn't even that much it wasn't it wasn't enough build up it's not comparable to lost it's just not like I want it to be sure yes there is like an emotional aspect but it's not as emotional as lost there is uh yeah, no it's not as emotional bubble. as the brick wall out the front <laughs> fair but okay so my defense is i got my my minor in college was film theory and i know i know i know and it's gonna sound super nerdy so i just would like to have this disclaimer i'm gonna sound like such 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 a nerd she's used this on me many times so so so, 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 so you're you, at, at college you're a minor in film theory yes okay well at everything i'm a major in being right (laughs) all the time okay no no no. okay so like cop that sweet put put away put away the narrative story emotional part right so the shot the shot is why Why the shot is ezra and Hera, right and then you do so imagine they're like at two points of the screen, right? Oh, and then hey, you do hey, the white. Hey, Aubrey, we can use this as evidence. We can use this as evidence in the court case to get your refund for whatever you paid at this university. No, there's no. no after film. the wipe, oh. Sabine and Ahsoka are in those exact spots in the frame. Oh, that's so, amazing. You did a visual trick and didn't give people a chance to happy cry. But, oh, but it's, it's cool. like poetry. Josh no, Lucas messed things up too. It's the Star Wars tradition. <laughs> okay, so yes, narratively, yes, they should have helped. Oh. However, the film theory part of me like nerded out. I was like, oh, they did the thing. And so I was excited. And in a way, in a way, you could say, and this is totally like extrapolating, and you could say that they're comparing Ezra and Hera's relationship to Sabine and Ahsoka's relationship. It's honestly like your worst take. And you have some pretty bad takes. I love you, but you have some pretty bad takes.
Listen to you. It's not a great take. (laughs) I told you it was going to sound nerdy. I told you it was going to be bad. No, it didn't sound nerdy. It sounded oblivious. Oh yeah, that was really rough right now. Wow, no, I you told talk, you it was you... going to be rough. That, I know that, it was did rough. Did that gas leak at the that. university get fixed? <laughs> I did live in an apartment with black mold. A lot of black mold for a year. Oh, so that God. Could be I, now, Steele, I, hold on. I want you to put yourself in my shoes for a second. Just this for a second. This is me all the time. This is, Dude, I... I'm not, I am not wearing Crocs for any <laughs> Any little story. I don't care how wrong Aubrey is. I'm not putting them on, Corey. <laughs> oh, that's going to fall. I, me. Hashtag I stand with Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, terrible, Aubrey. That was. Oh, I just... know it's terrible. I know. I know it's bad. Why? And that's why I said. Th- I gave the disclaimer it was bad. However, the little nerdy part of me was like, oh, I saw that and I appreciate that. Because I'm pa- a dork. Because I'm a the- dork. Okay. I was no, going you're confusing a- the words dork and wrong. They're I- different. You I can be going- both. I was going through a bunch of um, old videos that I used to make when I was like six years old. And I found a video. I'm pivoting, by the way. And I found, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I found a video of uh me talk when this i was six in this video and i'm talking about how first I'm, words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh okay i was uh Fuck talking go. about how i was the director Fuck of episode go. seven it's my first star wars video ever that i ever made and i'm talking about how i am the director of episode seven that's about five minutes long and uh i go into some great detail and then we found your draft for episode seven. And, I have some scripts that I wrote when I was six as well. Dude. It was basically God. the rise of Skywalker and it set up Palpatine returning. And we know someone who said something to the effect of like, it, it says something about JJ and Chris Terrio's writing that they came up with the I'm same idea that you did when you were like six. It's, it's called war of the Sith. We should we should do an audio play and say. Um, I think we should. I found now, Steel. When I say I found a lot, I found like fifteen different scripts I've written. I've I found this is the the camera, uh, the old old video camera I used to have, and I uh, just bought all these like tools to set it up and 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 download it onto my computer. I got some crazy stuff that needs Dude, to be shown. Dude, this is what we have to do reaction videos for, buddy. Hundred percent. My Star Wars takes as a six-year-old are crazy. I, uh, I talk about the work. Are they, are they, are they six-year-old crazy, or are they Aubrey crazy? No, <laughs> no I'm on a, I'm on, Aubrey's I'm on, on another, another plane, plane of existence. Yeah. You seem Aubrey. This is a weird thing. You seem to get some like. <laughs> Exhilarating thrill out of it's ludicrous things. I do, I do. It's because the self-aware part of me is like Aubrey, you are you're ridiculous. But the other part of me is like, yes, this is amazing. (laughs) Don't don't bring up Lord of the Rings. Just don't like. No, you're like um. Oh yeah, well, you're like a cutter of the Star Wars universe, like a Star Wars theorist, but a cutter. Like you like it's. It's but it's very... like it's it's like ironic though, so it's okay. Like in my brain, 
I'm like, no, I ironically think this. No, that's not how the world works. Like, you know, all those people that it's wear. Like camp. No, but you know how people wear Crocs now, ironic, like they're so bad. Sorry, Corey. But um, that they're now good. Like now trendy people wear them. And it's like, oh, it's ironic. It's like, no, you're just wearing like dud shoes. Like there's no, and you're just making dud calls. There's no it irony. Brings me, it brings me joy, Steel, and that's what I know. Is. But look how much it torments us. It it, <laughs> it makes me. Um, it was difficult during the strike when I couldn't podcast about my feelings because the this this would be. You know, yeah, Corey's through. been alone with me in my like broken brain Star Wars thoughts like this. I've struggled. Corey's hard. gone mad. I, I feel like I am a little changed. I'm not just saying that. Like, there's something different about me. There is. Yeah, something different about him. All right. Um, I no longer wear hats because of it. I can't. I can't. Muster. You're off the hats. Yeah, I've done. No, that. he's I, very much not off the hats. I don't know why you said that, but you did. So, I. Uh, Corey, I literally just got you an oogie boogie hat that you wore on the pumpkin painting stream. You were an oogie boogie on the pumpkin painting. <laughs> the hell are you talking about? Are you, are you having so, a, Aubrey? Should we call nine one one, Corey? Are you having a seizure? Okay, so you know the Holonet Marauders. Shove it, witch. you know the Holonet Marauders. <laughs> <laughs> the Holonet Marauders. Every year they do this pumpkin painting stream where they have everyone paint a pumpkin in like a Star Wars theme. So everyone painted their pumpkins and they always want us to be wearing different costumes. And so we were like, eh, like strike stuff. We should maybe not have costumes or like certain costumes or whatever. Um, and so I went with some Obi-Wan crew merch. So I was like an Obi-Wan crew member cause I'm lame or something like that. And then Corey, his was Oogie Boogie, so he wore this Oogie Boogie sweater, uh, what, what, and then what, an Oogie Boogie cat that I bought for him. I feel like there's like blood coming out of Aubrey's nose right now. <laughs> I swear this is a thing. I'm not crazy. This is Oogie Boogie. Oh, okay. This is Hannah said that was the most American sounding sentence. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm that American. I'm so sorry. I'm no, so don't sorry. worry. Don't worry. There's, there's there's a lot of people who take that as a compliment. Um, Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. I really appreciate the plug there. That's excellent. Um, she says, if you want a good shoes, the Shore Store has a sale on. That's my um, it's my little brand and shop in Australia. Which um, do you sell Crocs? Absolutely not. <laughs> bring me in. You could bring me in. I could really yeah. Sign, or you sign could a be your crocs. spokesperson. Yeah. Yeah. I think I do. I think I do very well. I think you would get money that you didn't think. He can be your awesome. croc model. <laughs> you guys, Aubrey, more great. Hey, do you sell crocs? No. Hey, do you want to get my boyfriend over to Australia <laughs> to model a product that you just said you don't sell? Yeah. I would like... fly to Australia just for that. That would be amazing. Oh, my stars. <laughs> um, oh, no. hey, so, I... I've been unemployed since May, Steel. May. I've gone crazy. Like, I'm 
I'm unhinged. I'm sorry. All right. Well, hinge back up. Get back up there. <laughs> Oil up. Stop squeaking. I um wait there. I got to check my phone. I was I was sort of hoping this was my dream that um you know we'd go first of all I hoped we'd go live smoothly at twelve oh one that didn't happen but I also was hoping that um that as we went live um oh thank you Rayside she said a nice thing about us on um on Twitter so thanks appreciate it pot it forward. Anna is the best. We love um, you, Hannah. I, the, I, um, I, I, I just real fast. I, I'm in a, I'm in a group chat with Hannah and a couple other people, some great people. Uh, and uh, I, I don't check Facebook a lot. So every like six months, I'll pop into that group chat and just say hello, and then I'll leave. And I do that. I, it's, it's one of my favorite things to do. And I'm the unhinged if he, one. If he does it before Thanksgiving, that means it's going to be a long winter or something. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. No, no, no. I, I did it like a month ago, so I can't go back till next year. Okay. Great great group of people in that chat. Great story, Corey. Yeah, I think so. I thought it you've was been, you've been, have, you, have you been writing notes? Over <laughs> oh, I've got some bangers. I've got to bring up the once a year group chat. Hello. <laughs> Listen, man, it's been di- bring out the big guns for the <laughs> I told you things have changed, man. Things the strike broke us. The strike broke us. Oh, I feel I feel broke. The um I'll put I'll glue you back together, Corey. I'll give you a big hug. I'll come down to San Diego. Oh, as I was gonna say, um before I, I was looking at my phone to see if it happened yet. I was hoping at like twelve oh one. Just my text messages were going to go off with like casting offers, <laughs> like just all those. Like it was just like they've loaded them all up, and they're just like twelve oh one. It's like bah, 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 bah. and um, but nothing so far. We should be hearing about like next steps early next week in regards to production. Hmm. Ironically, I go to Australia in about like a week and a half. So, see, I like I. I was thinking of going to LA very soon, and I guess you're not going to be there. Well, I, we'll, we'll discuss that off it because I might. Ships know. passing in the night, as Corey says. Planes passing in the night, but um, like lost. Yeah, I've been um the the actual strike. It was well timed because I've been. Just, I'm always working my ass off in my shop, but I had even more time just to really ugh, and get things done. And we're in a really good spot. Hence, I'm no having crocs, a great though. week. No crocs. I, um, yeah, couldn't do it. But um, I actually just realized just a second ago that it's like 1.36 in the morning. Um, and uh, we've been going for about an hour and a quarter. And, oh, I am um, I am exhausted, but I'm also just I'm so it's it's so fun to talk again. It I um I'm I'm kind of like annoyed at Star Wars at the moment, but I um but I missed all mm-hmm. the just the mucking about, you know. So it makes it special. That's what the, I mean. Honestly, like half the time it's not so much the content; it's about 
everyone coming together to talk about something we all love and, and, and to have those, you know, friendships and all of us meeting up for things. And that's what I think that's my favorite part about star Wars has always been. And so losing that was a little bit, um, yeah, it, it definitely like stung a bit and you could kind of feel that as the show aired and even before it aired the lead up to it and realizing that there wasn't going to be, you know, unless you're the Sith list, but you know, I definitely, <laughs> um, I definitely missed it. <laughs> oh, Corey. I, I love those guys. I'm, I'm so I love I, that, 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 that was, that, I, I, I'm so proud of you, Corey. That's, that's how you, that's how you give some shit. I love it. I love how at the beginning, Steel was like, you know, like, I, I don't want to name any names. We're not going to shame any of the people who scabbed. <laughs> and then proceeded to scab a few minutes later. Or, not, sorry, not scab. Proceeded to say different yeah. podcasts that... I, I love them. Yeah. Stuff. I, I, yeah. Aubrey, it's I, a personal I, decision. I thought you loved irony. You're such a big fan I, of I, I do love the irony. I said I love that you did that. Yeah. That was great. Um, <laughs> I um, I won't be able to join you guys this weekend because I'm actually going camping oh. with Harry. We're going on our first oh. little camping weekend. Oh, fun! So that's going to be just interesting. I'm not. I'm not. The, this might shock you, but I'm not really into like the camping life and dust and all that sort of stuff. Bugs. I like my yeah. I like to have clean shoes, but um. <laughs> but we're going to have like adventures Crocs. and then um yes and I, I do have to say with crocs harry does wear them because they are trending among five-year-olds um and his best friend dexie had them so he wanted them and he does look delightful in them but that was the nicest thing i've ever heard you say about crocs but as an adult, I don't think you should aspire to dress like a five-year-old that looks like he's having fun. You, yeah, can act, I, you can act like a five-year-old that's having fun, but you don't have to wear the big gumbo shoes. Hey, if it's part of your profession, you're in a kitchen, it's all fine, but come on. Yeah. I, I, do, no, my main thing with Crocs, if, if you wear them, just accept they're Crocs. Don't say they're cool yeah. now. Or you're wearing them ironic. Just, just, just deal with it. You've made mm -hmm. a, a very interesting decision. Um, you know, you haven't deprived workers of much-needed, you know, money. The artists that fuel the thirty million dollars you make all year, but you have put on some questionable footwear. So, whilst we may make fun, we're sure, much like Corey, that you're true of heart and you're a great person. And you didn't deprive artists of the money in thanks for the billions of dollars you make each year. And I will so, say, I, I did thoroughly enjoy um, everyone's like people who chose the podcast. It was, it was. Mm -hmm. Thank you for entertaining me during the strike. <laughs> thank you yes, for taking. Yes, it was me. great. And again, like it was totally a personal decision. And I know a lot of people who still created content but we're also still using their platforms for 
um, supporting the unions and supporting the unions in other ways. And I think that's super, super great. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, I oh, did podcasts about Star Wars. Like, mm-hmm. are you going to be upset that or that like a billionaire said, oh, let's make a move out of their houses and they'll accept the offer? Like, mm-hmm. eye like, on the prize, stay on target, exactly. use the force, it will be with you, blow up the big Death Star, it explodes, money. Right now, it's amazing, you guys. I had to come inside before because there's just like money just raining down on the town after the corporations gave in. It's just, it's just, it's a, the land of plenty. Everyone, a deal has been made. Come to Hollywood, become a star. They're handing out cash and free donuts on these sets. <laughs> there will be a big, big, big production boom. So. Yeah, I would expect by the end of the year that we're going to have a lot of announcements from from Star Wars. I would expect. Um, Maybe, yeah. What's, I do. Yeah. I know. That's better than I've a Star Wars announcement. Work. You can always count on them. <laughs> I, mean, I think pretty soon we'll get the release dates for some of the shows. Droid Story. That's not happening. It's just that's dead in the water. We have to, uh, as we go out, that geek Andy. See, these people on the other side, They you move to the other side of the planet and then they think they can get a bit cheeky because they know you're not going to see them at the, like, the live podcast on the weekend or whatever. But listen, buddy, I'll be back in Australia in a couple of weeks. You don't know where, you don't know when, but he does uh, give us a... Um, a uh, mm, a, 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 a generous $7.99 super chat. But then, as we go to hug him, he knives us in the foot and says, to help fund Crocs being sold in the Shaw store. N- never happening. Like, I, I, I could, like, it, it would be such a, th- it'd be like, what has happened in my life? They're orthopedic. Like, Aubrey, you have a talent. Oh my God, Corey, you are a resilient young man, and we salute you. On the, it's, on, it's almost the, two a.m. I'm she, on one. I'm sorry. She's playing five D chess, eight moves ahead through several parallel dimensions with these. She can That's get you. Yeah. But see, I'm funny at least. I'm witty. You know it brings you joy, Steel. You know it. It brings me some. Um, when are you doing the, the, the stream anyway for everyone to um, Yeah. So do you rem- do you remember how to plug Corey? You used to be the best no. in the game. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well look at me now. So uh, I don't know. I feel I feel this is my I maybe I could I could say that the, the steel doing the podcast with you and, and the Corey Thursdays have been my favorite iteration of podcasting, my favorite show to do. So I, I have, especially as of late. Eight well, shit, Noah. Was trick. Um, and the Convore Call, yes, of course, too. But so, uh, yeah, 
uh, we're going to do a stream on Convore Call on Sunday night, Aubrey and I, where we'll mm -hmm. be talking um, about Ahsoka and sort of our thoughts on Star Wars right now. Um, I think we plan to have a couple friends on as well. Um, so stay tuned for that. Like I said, we have no reactions to post from the show. I know a lot of people are asking me about that, but I, I didn't do any. Um, and then we'll see what, what the new year brings in terms of what else we decide to do. But I thought it would just be fun to really go in depth on the Soka series on Sunday night. I don't know. I don't have a time yet. We'll post that on our Twitter pages. Hey, um, did we make a time when we're going to do the live stream where we block all the scab podcasts on Twitter? <laughs> that, that that'll be the next phase of yeah, the ones <laughs> leading the witch hunt i um i, I just before i i do have to say like and i've like at times definitely been guilty of it but just to be free of all the just the bleh, over nothing mm -hmm. on yep. it's just oh 100%. and just it's not so dealing liberating. Not dealing mm -hmm. with all the cokes. I um, we, we didn't even get to you know we had so much fun we didn't even talk about any of other news and stuff. But I was googling. Um, I just wanted to see the video of Ash Crows and she just interviewed Kevin Feige and they mentioned the Star Wars thing. Yeah. So I just googled Kevin Feige Star Wars and I just thought the video would come up first, whatever. But the first video that came up was like a uh, a pretty notoriously well-known uh, YouTuber saying, Kevin Feige confirmed to take over Star Wars. And I'm looking for this interview where he says how, nah, he's Star Wars, like the one he was going to make, it got cancelled. And so, I don't know, did it get cancelled so he could take over Star Wars? Is that the power play? Or uh, it's just, it's such a joke. Um to say? And uh, it's it, it is shocking how repeatedly gullible um, our fellow humans can be. Just that clip was so sad. Kevin Feige looks so sad when he says no. I almost took it as some going, <laughs> no, not not that franchise. <laughs> well, it's just yeah. Wah -wah. <laughs> 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 um all right it's uh it's getting close to two so clearly you guys this podcast has gone on long enough so um i've had the i've i'm revitalized oh i should i should say this so i'm going to try to re to drop a podcast i'm gonna i'm gonna see how often i've got a couple stored up we did some ahsoka reviews in the moment with halls but um i'm gonna try to do a daily run i'm gonna see how many days i can just get like one little thing out because i've just missed it so much and um yeah it's it's it, it's really happy and i i should shout out to all the uh the the patrons that are that just chilled it out as well they, they they took one for the team, so I, I I appreciate that. Um, on a on a personal note, and um, yeah, I'm pretty recharged to um, to to do some stuff. So, yep, we're we're back. It's golden, except for Aubrey. She's been packing her bags to get out of there the whole <laughs> the whole episode. It's a uh, it's uh, yeah, it's a bit much. 
it is a bit much. Oh my god, Johnny G just wrote four and twenty. I I'm gonna be smashing some of those pies. Four and twenty. Oh that they are the um seven eleven hamburger of Australia, a four and twenty pie. Just yeah, for delicious. anyone you, wondering you gotta come. I I've got to hide you in a suitcase one time and, and bring you back for Ready a um, for an episode. Hey, um now that you're here, we can we can go out. No, I can't do that on the I'll, I'll get to if I listen to the Corey days on the way out, I'll I want to keep podcasting. It, it has to be at the start. I'll get re-revved up. So I'll just put on the outro. But um thanks everyone that um that hung out. Um I know it's a very odd time unless you're in Australia when it's the perfect time. You can um I think uh Josh Chapman just skipped his you know meal with his family just to chat with us. So that was nice for him. Aww. But um yeah, most of America would be uh, hopefully asleep because it's past everyone's bedtime, including mine. Hey, may that force be with you. Peace. Bye. The people. The people. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.